Attention all personnel. Incoming podcast. This is MASH Matters. We're back for MASH Matters. And this episode, Jeff, we are going to go back in time. We have built an audio time machine. We're going to go back to the moment when Jeff and Ryan first met. My goodness, really? Do we have film? I hope not. I hope there's no video. No, no. They didn't have film back then, I don't think. Jeff, this is back in the olden days. We're going back to 1997. Doggies. Many, many moons ago when we first met on the radio. So this is something we had been thinking about. And then we got this email from Christine. And Christine says, hello, Jeff and Ryan. I just finished listening to the episode interviewing Jeff and Ryan and loved it. As a fan of your podcast, it was fun to get to know the two of you better. And I'm sure it could have gone on for many more questions than it did. Thank you so much for doing this because like MASH itself, you made me laugh, made me cry, and made me love the show even more. My question is is this. You both met through a radio interview of Jeff when he released his book. Is there a copy of that interview somewhere that we as fans of the podcast could listen to? Mm. I think it would be a blast to hear the beginnings of what sounds like a great friendship. Thank you again and keep up the good work. Lifelong fan, Christine from Slippery Rock, Pennsylvania. Well, thank you, Christine. Slippery Rock. My goodness. Sounds dangerous, doesn't it? I want to know why it's called Slippery Rock. Let's go there. Let's. I do a think we can probably story. narrow it down to one guy yeah. who had an accident on a particular rock. Hey, guys, come on out here. to. <laughs> he went out walking, trying to think about what should I name the town? What do we call this town? Okay, we digress. We digress. Christine was one of several listeners who sent us messages after that episode where we talked about the beginnings of our relationship. Yes. Wanting to know if we had the audio from that interview. And lo and behold, because I don't throw anything away, <laughs> I do have the audio from that interview and we're going to play it for you today. Holy mo- You're kidding me. The actual interview. Yes. Of me and you yes together for the first time yes i'm getting chills i am getting chills if this was a superhero movie i believe this would be called the origin story Ooh, the origin story if you haven't listened to the episode where jeff and i interview one another the quick reader's digest version is i worked in radio for many years back in 1997 i was on a morning show on a radio station called new country z100 which is a w-o-o-z-f-m in southern illinois and i was on the morning show with a gentleman named pat benton who was a radio legend here in southern illinois retired a few years back and still around, but uh, is no longer working in radio. One of my favorite people loved working with Pat. And then also the other voice you're going to hear in this interview is my best friend, Tim Miles, who was also on the morning show at the same time. So those are the three people you're going to hear on this morning show. Well, there's one more person. Well, yes, there is there's one other person. There's, <laughs> Excuse me. There's those three. I, how, how could I and forget? Then there's one more. My apologies. My apologies. Oh, yes. No, no, on certainly. one particular morning, we were joined the by guy who slipped off the rock. Okay. <laughs> we oh, it doesn't jo- matter. He we were joined by rock. Jeff Maxwell to promote <laughs> oh, his brand new book at the time. That was the year your book came out. And uh, so we were uh, promoting the cookbook. You came on the show and we spent a lot of time talking to you, which you're about to hear. You know, when we would do interviews on the morning show, we would play music. It's called a bed. They would put a music bed under the interview. And uh, Pat was in charge of that. And Pat played the MASH theme over 
and over and over and over again. So I'm going to apologize in advance if you get tired of hearing the MASH theme, but that was uh, how it was originally aired in 1997. That's what you're going to hear. I think you might even hear a phone number in there because that's how you could order the book back then as people would call and order it on the phone. Mm-hmm. Amazon was in its infancy back then. So if you hear a phone number, don't call the number. We have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> or call it. I don't care. See who's there. Might be fun. Prank call the number in this uh, podcast episode. Hello. Can I help you? From 1997, this is the first time that Jeff and I ever spoke anywhere. Oh. And it happened on New Country Z100 in Southern Illinois with myself, Tim Miles, Pat Benton, and Jeff Maxwell. So here we are. Let's go back in time. Longer, can we? We could. We could. No, I don't think Ryan would have a cow. Coming up right next, here. the farm report. No. <laughs> Ryan, it, uh, now, uh, Ryan, you want to introduce your guest this morning? Yes, we have on the line Jeff Maxwell, who played Igor on MASH. Hello, Hi, Jeff. Jeff. Hi, good morning, guys. Good morning. How are you? Well, we're doing okay here, Jeff. I tell you what, this guy here knows every recipe in your new book already. He's tried <laughs> them out on us already. How many ways can you put our shit on a shingle on the, on the radio? How many times can you do that? Anyway. How many ways can you spam lamb? I don't know. Uh, anyway. Oh. Well, I appreciate you knowing all those recipes. I hope you eat them all. They all are delicious. Well, Jeff, I, now, yeah, what, what possessed you to write a cookbook? Uh, I needed the money. (laughs) No more mash. Are those checks not coming in for mash anymore, Jeff? Well, they they taper off, you know, as the years go by. Do you do you you still get residuals from the mash TV show though? Don't you? I actually do get residuals. All of the people that are connected with mash get residuals. They're not uh, they're not big ones anymore. There's it's been a few years since the show was first produced, so. They do, t- uh, you know, dwindle uh, as the days uh, go by, but they do uh, they do still come in, and it's kind of fun. I don't send the money back. I keep it. Yeah, I don't blame you. <laughs> now, Jeff, after the mash was over, did you have to, did you go on to anything else? I went into a psychiatric hospital. I was, <laughs> I was very nervous. A veterans hospital, right? <laughs> yes, okay. I, I, uh, I tried to get a new show. I wanted to move it to Alaska and call it Mush, but they didn't buy it. <laughs> but seriously... He's one of us. (laughs) I'm really sorry, Jeff, but you 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 now qualify to be part of this program. Oh, great! When do I get my check? (laughs) Residuals are even lower here. This is radio, buddy. Uh, Jeff, uh, uh, Ryan hasn't let any of us see here. Here, okay, let you touch it. Let me see here. He hasn't let any of us touch it, look at it, or nothing. Well, I don't want to touch it either, actually. (laughs) Uh, Now, some of your co-stars here congratulate you on your new cookbook. Alan Alda says, can't wait to try the recipes. There are several people I'm trying to kill. Wait a minute. <laughs> so, uh, Mike Farrell wouldn't touch his stuff with a pitchfork. So, you know, these are your friends here. These are my buddies. Jamie Farr, if an armor travels on its stomach, this is the cook and the book we couldn't stomach. <laughs> uh-huh. Isn't that nice? Yeah, Aren't they are, swell guys, you know, to give guys. me those nice reviews? How do we get your cookbook? If somebody's listening right now and they really want your cookbook, how I'll come right it? to your house and give you one. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Beyond that, right? no. I don't know if we can take that or not. I, it should be in bookstores. You can go into the bookstore and you have to ask for the title Secrets of the Mash Mess. The Lost Recipes of Private Igor. Uh-huh. You can go into your bookstore. If they do not have it, bang on the table and ask them to order it. If they refuse to do that, you can get a copy of the book by calling this telephone number, 888-439-BOOK. That's 888-439-BOOK. 
Or you can visit the PrivateIgor.com website, which is a lot of fun to go look at. The PrivateIgor.com website? That's actually how I got a hold of Jeff, yeah. Yeah. If you can, if you've got a computer and you're on the Internet and all that kind of stuff, you can go to PrivateIgor.com and uh, learn a little bit more about Igor, and you get a book there, or, as I say, in your bookstore or by calling that number. It's all over the place. Now, are these real recipes in here? It is important that I that I make sure that everybody know out there that these really are real recipes. It's, yeah. The book is a lot of fun. It's a kind of a walk down memory lane with Mash. Got a lot of really never before seen pictures of the of the cast and crew. Uh, I know they've never been seen because I took a lot of them. And uh, <laughs> but it is filled with over 150 recipes that are really truly delicious. And uh, so if you're, if you're just a MASH fan, you can pick the book up and read through it and have a great time. If you're a cookbook fan, you can pick the book up and cook your brains out through it. <laughs> and if you're both, you're going to have a really great uh, weekend. Now, did you take those naked pictures of David Ogden Steers? Uh, no, I bought them underground. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, not in a cookbook, thank you. Here's one. Gooey green, baked spinach, and feta cheese. And it's a real real recipe. Uh, your names for your recipes are great. Uh, gooey green. You've got you got the... Uh, for MASH fans, especially Adam's ribs, Sherman's the for great that's in Caesar there. salad. <laughs> yeah, I had to include the spam lamb and creamed weenies. How right. could I not write a cookbook for MASH and not include weenies. those? Right, and they are legitimate. I mean, they really are. Spam lamb is not my favorite in the whole book, but <laughs> if you like spam, it'll make up a really nice lamb uh, recipe for you. Sorry about that, Father Cream Corn. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great episode. <laughs> yeah, that was where poor Igor took all the corn off the cob. <laughs> yeah, and he creamed it. <laughs> and creamed it. <laughs> Hangover pancakes. Yeah. Hey, BJ, wake up. The sunshine and the birds are twittering in the breakfast poached sludge. <laughs> you want to know my favorites? Yes. Two of my favorites. I love... The gas passer chili. Oh, Eat it by yourself, but it is delicious. <laughs> and the gas mask mustard chicken is delicious. <laughs> but oh, you, 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 you say that people will, will enjoy these recipes once they're cooked up. I promise you, these are really, truly legit recipes. They have some funny names, but they are truly delicious. I We eat them. My wife and I really, we, we went through all the recipes, and we ate them, and we created them, and we had a great time doing it. Uh, we also had a little bit of help from a few folks who contributed some ideas and things, but they are really, truly delicious. So. Jeff, now we all remember you from MASH, the guy who slung the hash behind the cap. But what did you do other than MASH that we might recognize you in? I was in a number of other television shows, as I, I guess starred in different shows, um, some of which I, a lot of which I can't remember right now. <laughs> Early in the morning. And I worked at department stores as Santa Claus. So you might remember me from the appearances. Now, what, what are you doing nowadays? What are you doing now? I'm in my underwear in the living room. <laughs> not, not, I that, didn't not quite that right early. Now. Oh, oh, not right. Oh, I, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, I, uh, well, I'm writing and, and uh, trying to sell television shows, actually. Really? We have a little company out here called JM Entertainment, and we're uh, actively trying to pursue getting some television shows on the air. I'd, I'd like to buy one. Do you take checks? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. Somebody will take Tim's check. No, nobody takes Tim's check out here. <laughs> Igor, you better be, better be careful. You, now, he wrote a check uh, so big once the bank bounced. Yes. Seriously. Hey! <laughs> That's it. You're in the program. Yep, You're yep. going to have to come out. The residual uh, checks are on the way. Did we mention the book, Secrets of the Mash Mess, The Lost Recipes of Private Igor? Not in the last 47 <laughs> seconds. Oh, you know, I wish I had the phone number. Number I could call to get this book. Well, I have one. Oh, okay. <laughs> you could call this one 888 439 book. 
and call now because they need plastic surgery and it's expensive. It, well, it's uh, 17 bucks, right? Yes. For the book. For oh, the nose. Six, oh, no. Oh, for the book, yes. $16.95. That's marketing, see. It's not yes. $17. Okay. But if you're a MASH fan or if you have somebody who is a MASH fan, this is a great gift idea. It really is. You it really is. I, I tried to, you know, get the book as mashy as I could by including... Uh, a lot of the spirit that the show had. Though, also, aside from the great, incredibly delicious recipes <laughs> and the really entertaining uh, uh, pictures that are right from the show and mm -hmm. never before seen, behind the scenes shots of the cast and crew, <laughs> uh, are wonderful letters that Private Igor himself, you'll learn a lot more about your favorite character on the show, uh -huh. Private Igor, <laughs> who wrote home to his mother recipes that he dreamed of. That's how those recipes came about. I found these recipes in an old musty attic, you see. Mm -hmm. And I, I published these recipes and these were from letters that Igor wrote home to his mother. So in there you'll say. read the letters and you'll you'll learn more about the, the other characters in MASH by reading the letters. The letters are very entertaining to read. You a lot of fun. Igor was really quite a guy. I Igor, <laughs> you should put these in a book that you could sell to people. Well, <laughs> What a good idea. And if I was going to sell it, I'd sell it at the uh, privateigor.com website. <laughs> but you should have a free phone number. Everybody could call to get your book. Well, if I had one, it would be 888-439-BOOK. Oh. Do you keep track of the other MASH members? You guys ever get together and have some Were fun? there other MASH members? <laughs> no. <laughs> <You're>... <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Why'd you guys come on over while I was mad? Not if you're cooking. <laughs> come on, cheer up, fellas. <laughs> now, Jeff, uh, was there any animosity between the movie cast and the television cast? Oh, of man, constant fistfights. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Sally Kellerman and Loretta Swit just beating the snot out of each other. Oh, man. <laughs> Gary Berghoff beating himself up. <laughs> and they started, Gary was six feet three. <laughs> um, no, there was no animosity. No, not, none at all. Uh, and, you know, in all the nine years, I was on the show two, uh, nine years. Right. The show was on for a total of 11 years, and I wasn't there the first two, and that's when the ratings weren't so good. <laughs> oh, uh, so they brought you in. Coincidence or talent? You they brought in Igor, the guy that served all the bad food, and boom, the ratings went to the roof. <laughs> now, uh, where was uh, Max filmed? I've always been curious about that. It was filmed in uh, Beverly Hills here at 20th Century Fox Studios. Okay. That was the on stage nine. And uh, that were that's where we shot all the interior scenes, the OR, and, and the mess tent was there. Okay. And the original set, a lot of the exterior shots, when you see the helicopters coming in and all the people running like crazy all over the place, that was shot out of the 20th Century Fox Ranch, which is in Malibu. Uh -huh. And uh, that ranch and that set was built for the original film MASH. And it, it stayed up all the way through the film and then all the way through the 11 years of the television production until the last show was shot, the <laughs> yeah. two-hour episode that ended the uh, series was shot, and during that production, the camp burned down at a forest fire out there. It really did. Wow. It yeah. was pretty amazing that it lasted all those years and then it burned down during the last, the uh, last episode. episode. Did you keep any cool souvenirs from the show? Um, is Fox listening? <laughs> no. No. Okay. no. Yes, I did. 
<laughs> I have a few little t- trinkets that I kept. Alan Alda's wallet was one of them. <laughs> I don't blame you. I got for that too. <laughs> what was what was it like during the last episode? I mean, you, you you've come so far with a show like this, which is a classic now, is such a, an American institution. That during the filming of the last episode, what was it like? It was sad. Um, uh, the you know, there was a lot of anticipation that that was the last uh, time that all these people were going to be together. Yeah. And you got to remember that, you know, 11 years, it wasn't just the the cast members. It was 100 and some odd crew members as well. So when you're shooting a show like that and you're doing it six months out of the year, you become very, very close. And it, it really is like an extended family because you're in a, a weird little soundstage for, you know, sometimes 10 hours a day, five days a week. And so you, you really, you know, it got tense because you felt a lot of sadness that these people who were, who were your friends and part of your family you weren't going to see anymore, yeah. or at least as not as often as you, you know, were used to for 11 years. Did, did you have to go through a casting call to get the part? Uh, no, I didn't. And interestingly enough, in my new book called Secrets of the Mash Mess, the Lost Recipes of Private Igor, written by Private Igor or Jeff Maxwell, available at your bookstores everywhere now, uh, I recount how I actually got the job as Private Igor mm-hmm. and how uh, a guy like me comes from uh, where I came from and ends up We haven't, on we haven't got a chance to look at the book. Ryan won't let no. any of us touch I've it. I've read so. it. <laughs> Every ingredient I've read in that book. <laughs> but I do said tell some fun stories behind you know behind the scenes stuff about all the cast members and how how I did get the job and how it evolved really uh, and how somebody who is interested in show business and if you want to be an actor or you want to be in in show business in any capacity sort of how it happened to me and you can kind of identify that in your own life and see if you want it to happen to you that way. We gave and up I would recommend radio. it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. if we, you're willing to try. We're all frustrated actors here, too. We decided to go into radio instead of legitimate uh, theater or anything Well, else. you don't have to shave, which is what I like. Well, that's good. <laughs> that's good. It's seldom done here, either. That's right. <laughs> yeah, this is a motley crew. We look like we could be part of the mass shooter, I think. Well, you know, I really enjoyed doing radio. I've done uh, some other, oh, I'm sorry, not that this is not my virgin radio experience here, but I okay. have done some stuff and I've been in some uh, radio stations and it, it's it's fun. I, I think you guys do a really good job and I enjoy uh, certainly listening to you talk to me on the phone and I'm sure you're good on the radio. Yeah, well, we haven't really been on the air for this whole thing. We've been just kind of kidding you. Oh, I, <laughs> is this my cousin, Willie? <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's Ryan taping this at home. <laughs> He's such a mash freak. Oh, Ryan, I have to ask you, do you have a favorite episode? Do you remember? Of- uh, I have several. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd say uh, Tuttle is one of my favorites. Good Adam's, one, yeah. Adam's Ribs is one of my favorites. At- Jeff, ask him some trivia, will you? Let's see if we can get him on something here. Oh, gosh. Here we well, go. Well, you know, it's one that's often asked of me. I'll just throw it out, but okay. they... Sometimes people get it wrong. What was Igor's last name? Okay, now I have a question for you about that. Okay. Okay, because wow. that, that's actually one of my questions. All right. In, in one episode, you said it was Maxwell. Oh! And in another, another episode, you were Stravinsky. Yes. Which well, one I was is drinking. it? <laughs> well, I was drinking. What happened there? Okay, the, the real story is that uh, often the writers would use various things that were happening in real life and they'd write them right into the scripts of the show. So because my last name was Maxwell, they thought it was kind of fun to throw in the last name of, of Maxwell. People have asked me if I made a mistake, if I, you know, my brain went to Cleveland and I just said my last name instead of Stravinsky. 
or Straminsky. I can't even remember what my last name is. But no, that's not it. They just wrote it in, and then one day somebody said, no, it would be fun to have it Straminsky. (laughs) And so that's what the last name continued to be, is Igor Straminsky. Not Stravinsky, but Straminsky. Well, we're all big fans here, and uh, I wish you, you know, I wish that we had a book where we could get some of the recipes. <laughs> oh, my gosh, you know, on. surprisingly enough, I have actually written a book. You really have? <laughs> yes. Wow. What would that name of that book be? Oh, I'm glad you asked. It's called Secrets of the Mash Mess, <laughs> wow. The Lost Recipes of Private Igor. Okay. And it's available in bookstores. Oh, it really is? It really is. Now, if I if I couldn't go to the bookstore, but I wanted to maybe order it by phone, how could I get a hold of it's it? It's easy to do if you have a phone <laughs> okay we're okay so far okay, okay all right. <laughs> if you have a phone you can pick it up and you can dial 888 now i understand you have to dial a one in front of those eight <laughs> okay. but you can dial 1888 and then the, the numbers 439 and then the letters b-o-o-k book so it's 1-888-439-BOOK And those are very nice people at Cumberland House Publishing. I'd like to bow down and scrape and thank the wonderful people down there at Cumberland in Nashville, Tennessee, for publishing The the Secrets of the Mash Mess. Um, Ron Pitkin is the the CEO and president of Cumberland House. He's a great guy, and they do a great job. They did a wonderful job. They can't hear us, Jeff. You you don't have to suck up. They They can't hear us. They can't hear us? No. Oh. Sorry. (laughs) Sorry. We're not that close to Tennessee where they can't. Sorry. So so if you really want to air your grievances and tell us what they're really like, you can go ahead and do that. Goofball didn't pay me. Speaking speaking of that. They don't send you the book. (laughs) Speaking of airing grievances, I I have a question for you. Now, I've heard over the years that there, and I've heard rumors that there were some cast members who people did not get along with. Gary Berghoff is the one I've heard about. <laughs> no, you know, a lot of people ask me about that little jerk, Gary. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I have to tell you, during the production, people are together, as I say, in these sound stages, and it's dark, and it kind of smells funny, and it's musty, and you don't have a lot to do. Between Sounds like our scenes. studio. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it's, uh, yeah. I, it is, it, it starts to get to you after a while, and of course, there were a lot of cast members, and they're very, very strong personalities, and very creative people. Uh, there is a lot of tension, because everybody wants to do a really good job, and there's a lot of money at stake, because the production costs are quite high. So there's going to be disagreements. You can't help that. I'm sure occasionally you guys even have some. No. Well, see, all right, you're the exception. (laughs) (laughs) So those disagreements can come up when some people are, are, have, you know, very specific um, uh, opinions. And, uh, however, because these were all very adult people, which I also talk about in The Secrets of the Mash Mess, my new book, um, <laughs> you we were able to work all those problems uh, and issues out in an adult manner uh, instead of uh, like the postal workers do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we uh, uh, everybody knows, I guess, that the program was, was really influenced, the writers were really influenced by the people who took over the characters, you know, uh, the stars of the show. Did you have any influence on how your character was developed with the uh, writers? Um... Was it developed? <laughs> Not much. So wait a minute. What character was that? <laughs> You're the only guy who got a cookbook. I, I know, that's right. <laughs> you know, I created, I kind of 
um, the name of the character I kind of created, and that's Maxwell. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, Maxwell. Stravinsky, <laughs> <laughs> um, whatever your name is. <laughs> you know, the actors. I'm often asked about whether the show was improvisational, and it was not. Uh, no words ever that you saw on that show. <clears throat> had not were ever improvised. It was always very, very scripted, and and that's kind of the talent of all of the actors that everybody was able to make it seem like it was improvisational, but it was very, very, very strictly written. Uh, and once the dialogue was set, it was set. Now people could contribute ideas and could say, "Gee, you know, I think my character shouldn't say, you know, football. They should say baseball." And then the writers would go back and go, okay, and take that in, into consideration. But mm. once they came back on the final script, it was it was set, and you couldn't really do much about it. Well, Ryan, um, we are almost out of time. You got a final question? I yeah, I, I do. This I have, is Ryan's uh, program today. Sorry, this I is in honor of Ryan. Taking this over, fact. Um, they're saying okay, the last episode of uh, Seinfeld is coming up, and uh, I've heard reports that they're they're predicting that it's going to beat Mash the ratings, uh-huh. which got a sixty like a sixty share. Uh, so what what do you what do you think? Uh, I don't think it will beat Mash. I think Seinfeld is a is a uh, is a television show. Yeah. No, it's a good show, and I, I it's obviously very popular. I don't think it's going to beat Mash, but if it does, I think that it's probably that more people are watching television at the time. Yeah. Uh, to allow it to happen, I my bet is there it, it won't beat Mash. Okay. I think Mash touched a nerve throughout the country. Uh, because of the at the time the wars that were happening and the political scene that was that was on the horizon, that I think is going to um, ha- I, that, I, that I think attracted more viewers than actually Seinfeld will. So my bet is that it won't beat Mash, and if it does, I will come to everybody's house and cook creamed wings. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and your the last question here: what what are your favorite episodes? My, I, you know, I love the, I like Adam's ribs as well because I that big scene with Hawkeye and Igor where Hawkeye starts yelling at Igor about right. the river of liver and an ocean of we fish. We want something else. I want something else. That was a really fun scene to be a part of, um, and there are pictures of that in my new book, Secrets of the Mash Mess: The Lost <laughs> Recipes of Private Igor, written by Private Igor himself, Jeff Maxwell. Jeff, if I had a phone, what number would I call to order that? Oh book? my gosh! If you had a phone, you could call this number. One eight 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 four three nine book. Or if you have a computer, uh-huh. you can bring it to my house. Really? Yes. <laughs> or if you don't want to do that and you just would rather order the book, you can dial up the privateigor.com website. That's www.privateigor.com. P R I V A T E I G O R, all lowercase.com. <laughs> okay. We, uh, I will wholeheartedly recommend this book to our listeners. It is a fun book because it's got a lot of neat recipes and a little story with every recipe that talks about the show MASH. So if you're a MASH fan, Definitely get this book, and if you're a cooking fan, I'd get it because the recipes look pretty interesting to me. Well, I it was my this was my thank you to all the fans of Mesh. Uh, I love them because they certainly uh, kept me as, in a job for nine years, and I I enjoyed so much being a part of the show and experiencing that nine years of uh, of a wonderful experience that I hope to share it with everybody in this book. So. And their, their thank you to you is the $17 they spend on the book. Indeed. <laughs> a fair trade, would you say? <laughs> Jeff, thanks for being with us this thank morning. Thank you You've been so a lot of fun. much. If you ever get to L.A., come on in. We'll have uh, uh, Jerry's Bloody Mary mix. Okay. All, All right. right. See you then. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye. All right. Uh, Jerry Maxwell. 
Private Igor. He just invited Mass. you to L.A., Ryan. Yeah. yeah. You know Ryan's see going to. This is, he's I gonna, love this. See, the guy doesn't know that Ryan is a trained stalker. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> New Country C100. Wyatt Drake's up next with a look at the news. Hope you appreciated that. And what was the name of that cookbook again? It's uh, Secrets of the Mash Mess by uh, Jeff Maxwell. You can order it at 1-88-439-BOOK. There you go. We are now back in the future. <laughs> that was beautiful. <laughs> Ryan, please. That I was know. Beautiful. We were so young back then. <laughs> so young. So, yes. We were so pretty. Yeah. Were we pretty? <laughs> young, fresh, idealistic. Yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Innocent. Yeah. We were babes in the yeah. woods, really. Now babes here we are, world. all grizzled and jaded. Cynical. Yeah. Miserable human beings. <laughs> Just like the rest of you. <laughs> what could I say? No, I'm just kidding. It was fun to go back and listen to that. It was fun to listen to it. And it was fun to, to have met you. That was a fun day for me. You know, all those interviews, I'm in Los Angeles and you were in Illinois. So I had to get up very, very, very early in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I was up at probably 3.30 in the morning prepping for the interview. Yeah. Because there were a number. I would do like three or four of them during the day. And um, I remember uh, yours stood out. Uh, it was it was kind of an immediate reckoning for me that <laughs> this guy was pretty cool and he was a good guy and I was in hands. And it's interesting that when you feel that, you're able to relax and say, they know what they're doing. All I have to do is show up and do stuff and say things and say words. But when somebody doesn't know what they're doing, then it's difficult and you feel like you have to kind of run things a little bit. But I, I had, I was so relaxed with you guys. Mm. So I thank you for being there. Thank you for doing that. It was a really good interview. And that was a lot of fun to hear. After listening to me geek out for, you know, 25 minutes with you on the radio, <laughs> uh, I want to thank you for not filing a restraining order against me. You had every right to do that. I, I, I was a big fanboy there. Sorry about that. Well, I did file a restraining order. I don't know. Oh, I guess it didn't okay. reach you, but uh, don't worry about it. And I have to say about the the book, and we talked about the book, certainly, because that was the point of it, mm -hmm. Secrets of the Mash Mess, The Lost Recipes of Private Igor. And it was a book that's near and dear to my heart. I wrote it uh, as a way of kind of saying what uh, Igor's experience was in the whole mash experience. And uh, it was in the uh, in the disguise of a cookbook, mm -hmm. uh, but it was really my feelings about a lot of things and a lot of people. Uh, but it was a good cookbook and it is a good cookbook. And all of those recipes, over 200 and some odd recipes were all eaten by me and other people. <laughs> uh, so, and nobody fell apart or got sick. So we decided to put them in the book, but they're, they were all created not only by me, but a lot of really good chefs. So they're really good, valid, valid recipes. My problem is that during the process of publishing a book, things can happen. Mm -hmm. And uh, at one point, the original publisher, for various reasons, misplaced the files of the book hmm. that actually allow you to print the book. And so it was being printed with much less quality than it was printed from the original files because the original files didn't exist anymore. Hmm. So uh, for a long time on Amazon, if you bought the book, you were buying not the quality printed version, but you were buying a reproduction of that book. And so the quality of the printing, quality of the pictures uh, diminished greatly. And when I saw it, and I didn't know that it had, but when I saw it, I had a nervous breakdown and said, wait a minute, this isn't what I did. And it represented me and my name, and I was very unhappy with it. So 
um, through a long protracted process uh, that I went through with the publisher, I gained the total rights to the book. And so I am in the process right now of recreating it so that the quality will be of the original printing and not what kind of was sold for quite some time. So if anybody has one of those books that is not of great quality, I'm sorry, it wasn't my fault. Mm -hmm. It's still pretty cool and you can still see stuff, but it just wasn't right. But it will be. I'm going to make it right. And I promise I will. And when it is, I'll let everybody know and you can buy it. Now, I believe you can still buy the book on Amazon, but you're buying used copies. Mm -hmm. So I don't know the technicalities of what happens if you buy one, but I think you get used copies and probably used copies from the original printing. So they may be better than when they were, you know, printing the other version. So you could probably find some uh, original copies on eBay as well if you can't wait. Yes. Yes, you can. If you cannot wait for me to remedy this, and I'm working. I swear. In the meantime, you can find the recipes for creamed weenies and gas pass or chili at mashmatters.com. <laughs> we take no responsibility for what happens no. if you eat no. the creamed weenies or the gas pass or chili. That's our disclaimer. We cannot take responsibility for what happens. Call my attorney less a bell if you end up with something serious. <laughs> that does it for this episode of Mash Matters. That's it. That's it. Oh, my gosh. What more do you want? We went back in time. We came back. We gave away chili. I mean, this episode has everything. Well, I got to say, this was a great episode to hear all that. And Mr. Ryan Patrick, it was very nice meeting you. (laughs) Likewise. Likewise. (laughs) All right. We'll see you next time. Until then, here's looking up your old address. 